What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching one of the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about how to stop judging yourself as a social media content creator. Part two. After I got done recording the last version, I realized I had a few more things that I wanted to add onto this topic. And thank you to those of you who have reached out to me on Instagram and taken the time to DM me saying that you appreciated last episode. Uh, always means a lot. On, from a podcast, you don't really get a lot of comments and a lot of feedback just because there's not like a comment section on the actual podcast episode. So I appreciate those of you who did the extra mile to let me know that the last episode resonated with you. So if today's does and you haven't listened to the last one, you know what to do. But on the last episode, we talked about four different uh, thoughts that have been very beneficial for me to be able to judge myself less, right, with the goal of stopping judging yourself. I don't think that's ever possible, especially because a little bit of judgment for your own business is how you grow. But how to stop unfairly judging yourself before you post something and having all this anxiety or having anxiety about your post not doing well, all of these things and, and like an imposter syndrome, that's ultimately what we're trying to reduce. So today I'm going to piggyback uh, on last episode with three new thoughts that I want to share with you. But the third one is mostly an exercise. It's something that you can do immediately after you're done listening to this podcast episode that is the most beneficial exercise I've ever used for tuning into the present moment and owning what you're saying as you're saying it, it helps you with delivery, it helps you with uh, stopping judging yourself, all, all these things uh, you know, work together. I know that almost sounded a little bit out of left field there of why I'm talking about delivery, but everything boils down to, to being in the present moment. If you can be in the present moment, you aren't going to be worried, uh, you aren't going to be judging yourself, and you're going to be able to deliver and execute a lot easier, you're going to be able to focus, all that good stuff. So let's get right into it. The first one is going to be a little bit shorter, uh, but it's this. Realize that you posting content online is a blip in time, and a blip is an overstatement, if anything. The world, Earth has been around for approximately 4.5 billion years, and we're here for about 70 to 80 of them. So it's the smallest fraction of time that our lives are here. But then when we think about a single social media post, that's even less time. And when someone views it, let's say on their story, how fast do you watch Instagram stories a lot of times? Especially if you're like, eh, I don't really want to watch this right now or read this whole thing. A lot of people just flip through Instagram stories really quick. So thoughts that you might have about, I don't want to waste people's day by posting this and making them watch it. Just know if they don't want to watch it, they're going to instantly scroll through it. And if they are on social media, they're going to be wasting their days anyway. And to post something that is so bad that it makes any kind of permanent change to the direction of your life is pretty much never going to happen. So a lot of times we overthink just even like a simple story post. I may do this sometimes. I'll get kind of ranty on my story and I'll think, man, I don't. I hope no one takes this the wrong way or they read it the wrong way. And, uh, you know, I can kind of judge myself, but then you just remember like it's such a blip in time. If you just zoom out to does this really matter if my post has 
some text that I, I wish I would have worded it differently in hindsight. Did I leave the volume of the song way too loud and now I wish I could take it back? Do I wish I could change the filter that I had on? All of these things are going to happen, but it's literally a blip in time. You know, a blip of a blip. It's just such a small portion of time that uh, it really doesn't matter on the grand scale of things. If you post something that doesn't get a lot of likes or you post something that gets a few negative comments, it really doesn't matter on the grand scale of things. So that's just something I like to tell myself whenever I'm overthinking the slightest little post is just remember how truly insignificant it is on the grand scale of things, which is nice. The second thing we're going to talk about is... You are not your thoughts. And in order to explain this better, I'm actually going to read a passage from the book, The Power of Now. This is my all-time favorite book at the moment, and it actually became that about 10 months ago is the first time that I read it. Actually, it's about a year ago now is the first time that I read The Power of Now before the book The Four Agreements had owned my favorite book spot for a number of years. And they both really help with the same kind of thing, which is they're they're spiritual guides to enlightenment. And you really don't have to be a spiritual person to learn from this book. But I'm going to read a segment of a chapter here on freeing yourself from your mind is what it's titled. It's prompted by saying, what exactly do you mean by watching the thinker? When someone goes to the doctor and says, I hear a voice in my head, he or she will most likely be sent to a psychiatrist. The fact is that in a very similar way, virtually everyone hears a voice or several voices in their head all the time, the involuntary thought processes that you don't realize you have the power to stop. Continuous monologues or dialogues. You have probably come across mad people in the street incessantly talking or muttering to themselves. Well, that's not much different from what you and all other normal people do, except that you don't do it out loud. The voice comments, speculates, judges, compares, complains, likes, dislikes, and so on. The voice isn't necessarily relevant to the situation you find yourself in at the time. It may be reviving the recent or distant past or rehearsing or imagining possible future situations. Here it often imagines things going wrong and negative outcomes. This is called worry. Sometimes the soundtrack is off is accompanied by visual images or mental movies. Even if the voice is relevant to the situation at hand, it will interpret it in terms of the past. This is because the voice belongs to your conditioned mind, which is the result of all your past history as well as all of, as of the collective cultural mindset you inherited. So you see and judge the present through the eyes of the past and get a totally distorted view of it. It is not uncommon for the voice to be a person's own worst enemy. Many people live with a tormentor in their head that continuously attacks and punishes them and drains them of vital energy. It is the cause of untold misery and happiness as well as of disease. The good news is that you can free yourself from your mind. This is the only true liberation. You can take the first step right now. Start listening to the voice in your head as often as you can. Pay particular attention to any repetitive thought patterns, those old gramophone record records that have been playing in your head perhaps for many years. This is what I mean by watching the thinker, which is another way of saying, listen to the voice in your head, be there at, as the witnessing presence. So I'm going to give you my best interpretation of this and how I've actually applied this effectively. But it's essentially saying that you are not the voice in your head. That is 
you who you consider yourself and those thoughts a lot of times how our mind works when it is if we're sitting alone in a room and we don't have anything to do and we're just alone with our thoughts our thoughts usually don't go to what's the happiest thing i can think of right now they are more likely to go to what is the biggest problem on my plate so i can think of how to deal with that what's something that i may be anxious or nervous about it is often a more negative thought that it's going to gravitate to. And we can't turn off our thoughts. They just keep running there. You are trying to go to sleep and your mind is just racing with nerves uh, and anxiety over something that you have coming up. And you can't go to sleep and it wakes you up early. And your mind never stops. You can never pause it. All you can do is essentially let the thoughts flow by but without entertaining them. And this was really impactful for me because sometimes if you're in a negative state where you really can't get your mind to think of positive thoughts, then you can't really get your mind to stop thinking about these negative thoughts. So all you can do is kind of disidentify with them. So there's two major ways that have worked well for me to do this. The first one is to kind of visualize as if I am pushing down the thoughts out of my mind and like into my body area. It's not like I'm like eating them or like swallowing my words or whatever. It's just like kind of like I'm just imagining like all these thoughts are running in my head and I'm just kind of like pushing them down so that my mind is still clear. They're not in my mind. They're at a different part of my body that can't even interpret these thoughts and I'm just letting them pass by. And uh, this is essentially meditation uh, where you're, not entertaining every thought that comes to you. It's exactly meditation. And it's just is a way to show yourself that you can escape the the pain body as it's often expressed in this book, The Power of Now, uh, which is by Eckhart Tolle. I will link it below for any of you interested in reading the rest of this book. Um, but uh, being able to disidentify with these thoughts makes it so you can give yourself a break if you really just aren't drumming up positive thoughts at, the, at that time. And this can be because you're hungry, you're tired, something just happened that kind of triggered uh, things that you don't like about yourself. It, you know, Maybe just, you just had a, a breakup or some kind of traumatic experience, so the negative thoughts are fresh in your mind. This is just how to instantly get away from them. The other thing that helps me is to change the voice of the voice in my head. Oftentimes that voice is just the voice that we hear ourselves doing out loud. We just give our voice in our mind the same voice as we actually have in real life. And for that reason, it makes it harder to uh, disidentify your mind from your body. So what you can do, I mean, you can change your dialect of the voice in your head. You can change anything about it. And what I like to do is change it to like a deeper, more mature tone and to partly just to show myself that it is not me, but it is also the more mature version of me, the, the version I'm trying to be. And it, it kind of serves as a way to show that you can change who you are, right? You can be, become more, you can uh, strive to be the person that you want to be and, uh, and this is just a way that you can do so. So I'll change the mo the uh, you know the voice in my head to sound different than my actual voice, and then this just naturally makes it easier to separate the two. 
So I'm going to go into the last part here, which is the actual exercise. And this is something that I did right before the last podcast episode, and I did it before today's podcast. And I already feel like I'm speaking a lot smoother than I typically do. It actually was prompted because the podcast before, which was 255, I felt like I had to keep re-recording that one so many times because I just couldn't come up with the right words. And I kept saying, um, and stuttering, and I really couldn't just keep flowing. I had to restart that one so many different times, and it's kind of patchy, and I almost want to redo it. But hey, it's a blip in time, right? It's already passed. I'm not going to go back. But 255, I felt a little shaky. So before 256, I remembered this exercise that I've done in the past to help me speak a lot more confidently, clearly, and not say, um, and have all of these auditory pauses. And the exercise is freestyle rapping. So this might sound like, all right, I'm not going to do this, like your first reaction to it. Bear with me for a second because I'm going to explain exactly why this is perhaps the fastest way to improve your communication skills, your clarity of communication in about five to 10 minutes. If you're going to actually learn that type of skill in a very quick amount of time, it's obviously going to be something that's going to push you out of your comfort zone a little bit. But the cool thing is, It really shouldn't because you're not going to do this in front of people. You're just going to do it by yourself. But here's essentially what happens. When you try to freestyle rap, you just sit here. Maybe you play in uh, an instrumental song that you know. So I play a band that I really love called Polyphia. It's an instrumental band, except for the song that came out yesterday. It's like one of their (laughs) few songs with vocals on it, uh, ironically. But uh, they have a lot of songs that are just instrumental and they've got really cool beats, or you could even just go onto YouTube and just look for like uh, rap beats, you know, instrumental rap beats, and then just play something. And you can just start piecing some words together. And this is difficult to do. But why it's difficult to do, I realized, is because it's uncomfortable. And because it's uncomfortable, it makes your mind judge the words you're about to say and also judge the words that you just said so I might be trying to do a rap and I say something that sounds kind of stupid or I tried to rhyme or I tried to make a melody and go with the beat and it just sounds off and I have two options I can think oh I shouldn't have said that I should have said this I can think uh, that was funny I can like take a second to laugh at myself or I can just keep going on I can just move on instantly right as the words came out of my mouth wrong i'm already on to the next ones it didn't even happen it's over it was a blip in time and the only way that you can possibly keep the the flow with freestyle rapping is to keep the flow and to keep your mind on the present moment and it forces you into the present moment which is the whole premise of the book, The Power of Now. I thought it was about, like, start today. Uh, So I actually didn't read this book for a long time, even though it was recommended to me a lot. I was like, I already know how to start today. But The Power of Now is about being present in the moment because in the present moment, you have no worries. You have no problems. If you think of a problem you have, maybe for me, all right, I got to get this podcast episode out. Well, when? when? So, like, it's got to be out. I'm recording this on Friday. It's coming out Monday. I've got a couple days to do it, right? So it's not really a problem in the now. It's a problem for two days from now. I need to take out the trash. When? In 20 minutes. 
it's it still isn't now. There's no problem that exists in the exact precise moment of now. And for that reason, this is why meditation is so relieving for people because you go into a state of presence and consciousness where your mind is not also interpreting all of the worry that it's about to have. And in order to be able to freestyle rap, you have to completely tune out worry. You have to completely tune out judgment. And you have to just stay on track. You have to instantly forgive yourself from your mistakes. You can't laugh at your mistakes. You have to stay focused. And you have to be looking a little bit ahead, too, and thinking of the next words that you want to say. Now, this is where the big key is. When I first tried to do this, I tried to do it like an actual rapper, right? Like a Billboard's Top 100 rapper. I'd try to rap about going to the club and, you know, drinking and smoking or whatever because I'd be like, well, this is like what rap (laughs) a lot of times is. And if you rap about other people's lives, you won't be able to do it. But if you rap about your own life and whatever is on your mind... Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast Audio Branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. You have the words because it's what's on your mind. And this is where it also becomes very therapeutic. So if you like if you're doing it at the beginning of the day, rap about what you're going to do that to that that day, your to-do list. And this is super beneficial. You're just talking out loud everything that you're gonna do today. And then eventually you start getting into some problems, which is great because the the problems in your life are are easier to pay attention to. They're what try to own your mind all the time. And now you get to kind of process it. And because you have to keep the rap flowing, you have to say whatever words come to mind. You can't put them through a filter first. And this is the thing, like when we're online, we're, we're trying to be politically correct. We're trying to say it in the most engaging way. Maybe I'll be recording a podcast and all of a sudden I'll get the thought, oh man, this might be a reel. This next line that you're about to say, this is probably going to get clipped out for a reel. And then these people are going to see it. And then hopefully this does well. And then I'm not going to re- say that correctly because I just started thinking about anything else other than what I'm saying right now. So as soon as you get tuned out of the moment, it's over. And it takes probably like three to five minutes before you're in a flow. At least for me now, I've done it enough times where right once I finally started getting it, I was like, okay, this is amazing. This is, I actually sound a lot better. And there's some lines that I'm like, hey, if my friends heard that, they'd probably be like, oh, (laughs) but a lot of them are like, just uh, it's like a a therapy session almost out loud uh, with what you got to talk about. If you have problems on your mind, that's what's going to be present at the front. So you're going to have to talk about it. And you can talk about your business's problems, your relationship problems, anything that's going on, things that you're worried about. You could talk about things you're grateful for. You can look around you. I mentioned uh, this already on my Instagram post. I did a reel yesterday 
which is a above 60 second reel, by the way. It's like a minute 17 because you can do 90 second reels now. That should be an episode in itself. I'm just going to throw it out right now, though. For those of you listening this long, you know I love you. So 90 second reels are now out. But I already debuted this tip on my Instagram, but it was hard to get out in in a minute. Uh, And the thing that I I couldn't really talk about is the actual how to do this. Like, all right, I I go rap, right? About what? Because if you just try to do, you know, the the normal rap songs or anything outside of what is currently going on in your life, it's going to be very difficult to find the words to say. And that's what rap is. It's a form of poetry and self-expression. These rappers aren't writing about lives that aren't their own until they get to the point where they have writers who write their songs for them but on the come up the all this hip-hop and and still most of it from the big artists is still written by them and it's just from their own life experiences taylor swift gets her lyrics from her breakups right not like other people help her write it but it still is like her own perspective so that's why i also feel like i'm like i couldn't even be a music star if i wanted to be because I'm not like living the life that would give me the material to create the lyrics. <laughs> so you almost have to start living that life to be able to keep keep coming up with lyrics that's real. And it's not just uh, lyrics that just sound nice and rhyme. But what you do, all right, if you want to try this out, which you should, you're, you'll feel a little bit ridiculous at first, which is great. Just know that you aren't allowed to stop. Just keep playing a beat. And then just keep tuning into the present moment. If you think about, man, if my friends heard me right now, they'd think I'm ridiculous. You will you will lose your flow. If you think about, man, I, I can't do this. I, I don't I have no rhythm. I have no rhyme. You're out of your flow. Any thought that is outside of just be, just do what you're doing right now. Just focus on these words. Focus on the thoughts that are coming to your mind and then just put them out. Uh, that is when you'll start being like, okay, this is easier and easier and easier, but you have to go through the first couple minutes until you get into that flow and really tune out your external surroundings. So play some instrumental beats and just try it. The other thing that you could do is if I'm losing the words sometimes, maybe you just go on to a song like that you know the uh, the lyrics of and you just slip like uh, a couple lines of a song, you know, the uh, the verse like right into... Uh, the middle of your song just so you can keep going and maybe you adapt the melody or like the the, i i don't know if it's not the rhythm but it's just like the the pacing that a a rap song might be at that you know and try to uh you know go at that same pace of wording that they do but put in your own words about your day but i promise really try this out if you are about to record a video if you're about to give a public speech, right, uh, anything like this where you're really going to have to be on your game, doing this for 5 to 10 minutes right beforehand is one of the best ways. I think it is the best way that I've ever found to truly warm yourself up vocally. I've tried doing like Mama Made Me Mash My M&M's, Unique New York, stuff like that before I do a podcast just to like warm up my voice and get it used to saying all the different vowels and syllables and that is not what creates a a great flow to your talking it is from being totally present in the moment and owning the words you're saying as you're saying them as soon as the words have already left my mouth i've already fully owned them as me as what's going on my podcast 
I'm not thinking, oh, do I want to re-record this? And, and that's the other thought that us content creators have because you can always stop and re-record a part. And because of that, you're always kind of analyzing the words as they come out of your mouth or like a, a few words back. And you're like, I don't know, maybe I want to redo that. And it just takes you out of the present moment and then it just screws you up. So own the words that are coming out of your mouth as you say them. The way you do this is freestyle rapping. Try it out. Let me know what you think. I can't wait to hear from some of you who have the nerve, the balls to do it. It is going to be really awesome to hear some stories because I know it's going to work well for you. Because, man, as soon as I remembered to do this on the last podcast and I got the results after where I didn't have to edit that podcast at all, I was so excited to remember, yes, this is my new warm-up every time I'm about to give a podcast. So do well with it, guys. And, hey, Take it easy on yourself. You're just a a social media content creator in progress, and you'll always be getting better and better, just like everyone around you. And if you think about how much you're really judging content creators that you see, it's probably not much because as a content creator yourself, you don't really have a lot of judgment for other people that you recognize yourself in as trying to make something of themselves or trying to grow their business. So just remember that, very few people out there are even going to have any kind of negative thought, even if it's like a post that they didn't love seeing. Just think about every post that you see in your feed that you didn't love seeing. You just kind of scroll on. It's already over with. It's just a blip in time. So keep posting. You got this.